Guys, welcome back to part three of the, the Stompcast. Laura and I are just wandering along the path now. On the, on the homeward leg, if you like, yeah. we've seen a very cosy uh, pub, the Anchor and Hope, which looks lovely. What would, you, what would your drink of choice be in there? If you're in there? At the moment, it's a red wine season for me, hun. A nice full body, maybe a Malbec. Just something to enjoy. Some, yeah, just I love it. It warms the cockles, doesn't to it? Warm, the to, warm the, to warm the cockles. Team, before we get started, please do subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us reach more people and grow this community, which we really, really love. Also, a big reminder as well to check out my book, A Better Day. It's available now and it's there to support your mental health. We all know how imperative it is to have good, solid footwear while out stomping, and so I'm excited to be sponsored by FitFlop this week. You know by now that the mission of the Stompcast is to get you out walking every week for an hour. And we have no weeks off, which means we're walking in all weather conditions. One week we'll be hiking through muddy woods on a wet and windy day, and the next we're waltzing through a park on a crisp and sunny afternoon. And so we can't get wrong what's on our feet. Luckily, Fitflop have got us covered for all terrains and conditions. For wintry walks, their range of wander wellies, which are totally waterproof, yet feel just like trainers, are perfect for wading through puddles. And for sunnier climbs, there's a great range of sandals and breathable knit trainers available too. Of course, each pair of shoes are made with our body's natural movement in mind. And so whatever the weather, you'll be set for stomping. So far, we've, we've talked about a lot of different things, really. And, and, and you know, we've, we've kind of highlighted how, you know, you've, you've experienced so much in life. You've obviously had a diagnosis which made you feel very, you know, close I think you said close to death or the closest you'd want to be in your adult life which I think is more than fair um but what you do now helping people as incredible as it is there's almost an element as well that I guess you've got to protect yourself you know you've lost two in the public eye you've lost two very close friends and you've been through difficult times yourself how do you protect yourself while supporting people who are dming you who are asking you questions who are coming up to you how do you protect yourself do you know what it's something I've really only feel like I'm starting to suss this year, I'll be honest. Um, as me and my driving instructor say, it's all about balance. It's about the balance. You're and doing your test this week, I aren't you? I am doing my test this week, so all the good vibes Woo-hoo! please stop. So, yeah, I... The hardest thing is, because it's your lived experience, and with me and Deb and Rachel, what we did is we started talking about our experience openly whilst we were going through it. So it wasn't like retrospectively going this is what I've learned I want to share this to help people it was literally a cathartic move in some respects because it allowed us to process while we were going through it and sharing with others you know share the burden get the feedback and feel supported but for me I'm not very good like I'm in this at separating the two like I lead with my heart I'm a very emotionally driven person so I do things that make me happy, that make, I'm passionate about. If I'm not into it, I really struggle to commit to it. Yeah. I'm going through a lot of uh, mental health, psychiatric diagnostics at the moment. But there's, there's a lot of things that my way of dealing with trauma has really like, shown itself to me. So I do throw myself into work and passion projects. Every single time I lost so a friend... Like me with that. Yeah. I'm like that. I just yeah. walk through difficult things. Because... It just keeps your brain busy. But what it does actually is it stops you from feeling. And actually you need to feel to heal. That's the, that's the expression. So, you know, I've done all the talking therapies. I've done all the different things. But I have someone who's always had a bit of a coloured history in terms of my mental health. 
severe depression, anxiety would always pop up in my past. I used to have mad health anxiety, Alex. Like, I lost my uncle when I was 16 and I was convinced I was going to die young. So when I got cancer, I was like, see, I knew it. I knew I was going to die and then I didn't. So then it had to make me reevaluate this whole system I'd made up in my head. But I feel like what I've learned to do is I was living in fight or flight mode constantly. It was like a low, not even low level, like it was kind of manic. Mm. And then I made the decision after years, actually, because I was on medication in my mid-20s and I didn't quite like it. But I made the decision before Christmas to go back on meds. Yeah. I did do a poster pill. Oh, Very amazing. good. Amazing. And I went on sertraline and it's the best thing I've ever done in my life. Sertraline team. Yes. It's honestly, it's genuinely saved me. Like, I am someone who's so on their mental health shit. Like, I'm someone who goes to pay for, pay for talking therapies. I do the things that are right for me. I push back in my diary. I create space. I go to be with family. I exercise. Like, I do everything. I gave up drink last year for a bit because I was trying everything in my power to be well. And I realise if you're not mentally well, if you're mentally ill, none of that's going to change it. Yeah. It will help alleviate some of the side effects of that. But I need to be on a balanced, even kill. And to be honest with you, since taking the medication, I'm able to sit back and make better choices. So going, okay, so if I'm doing loads of cancer stuff this week, then I need to give myself a week off of it next week. And I'm allowing myself to take a step back and not feel guilty. Like, yeah, I love my community and I'm very involved in it, but I can't be everyone's therapist and I can't be everyone's best friend. I'm there for everybody but I can't take that on myself because how many more young people have I got to bury, you know? I've got to kind of protect myself a little bit. Well, I, I mean, it, you know, going to that point around medications, it, it kind of, certainly I found, it gave me the, um, the mental space to, yes. and the energy mentally, like, to actually be able to make decisions, to see more clearly mm -hmm. and lift some of that fog. Because when that fog is so heavy, you're not making active choices or the right choice or you're not even aware of the choices you're making no because you're reacting like yeah. i always feel like my brain was so loud like i always described it i wrote for my friend scarlett curtis's book um it's okay to feel blue it's not okay to feel blue in other lies and i described this feeling of my brain i used to stand in my living room and i used to hold my head and i'd be like because my brain was saying so many different things at me yeah that I w it was so overwhelming and I used to have to like literally put on my running gear and run, these marshes actually, run as fast as I could. It's like I'm running away from it and actually what the meds have done is they've quietened the my mind and actually given me space to think clearly. Did you see that stuff? Um, I don't know how much I've addressed it on the podcast. I talked about it a little bit in a YouTube video and a post, but like around those papers that came out around uh, sertraline uh, mm -hmm. recently and you know i think it was really frustrating because basically um, say? I didn't see but, but basically um there was a study done looking at the um, serotonin hypothesis so the idea that depression was caused by low levels of serotonin your mood hormone okay. and that being the basis for giving sertraline and other medications that boost that and yeah. basically they said there wasn't a clear link between the two and newspaper articles took that and went oh that means it doesn't work and big pharma and all this kind of stuff and it was so frustrating because under so much good work that's done a show i mean it's it, you can't argue that it doesn't work for a lot of people like any medication yeah. same as chemotherapy some chemotherapy right, don't work exactly. for some people for a huge number of people it does work and what it goes back to and then what what i think was completely misconstrued as often the newspapers do from that was that we we know that these medications work 
we don't know exactly how they work. But that's so true as with most neurological things. I mean, the idea that there's only two or three neurochemicals in our brain is ridiculous. There's yes. obviously so many we don't know yeah, about. Yeah, there's loads we don't know. What we know is that sertraline fundamentally and other medications of its class can make a huge difference to people's lives. It's yeah. made a huge difference to my life and by the sounds it has to yours yeah, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I just, I feel like I don't, make decisions off of emotion now I can kind of make decisions off of logic like it's always led by emotion but I'm not reacting like I was always reacting to a trauma I was always reacting to something that was happening in my life someone would die do a campaign oh my god um broke up with a boyfriend go out drinking and partying all the time like it was doing things that weren't serving me because I couldn't hear my higher self I couldn't hear that voice in my head going that's not good for you yeah. now I can so now I make conscious decisions like getting the dog has been a massive impact on that because it's like, well, I have to be home for him and I don't want to be like super hungover tomorrow because I want to take him on a walk. So, and that's where actually, you know, you, you know, yeah. you talked about earlier on saying, like, um, sorry to interrupt, but that, that when yeah. you said earlier on about um, the sacrifices, some of the sacrifices yeah. are good, yeah. aren't they, with dogs? And I, yeah. I wanted to say it earlier on, it's like, well, not even dogs, it's like sometimes we make sacrifices for things, but actually, mm. you see that as a sacrifice, but actually, it's good for you. Like, yeah. do we, I saw a post the other day is uh, and i don't say i don't quite believe it to be entirely true etc but it's along the lines of saying there's nothing there's nothing uh, lost or gained in the pub uh, and the mm. idea of like the basic idea is like spending every night in the pub or you know and the idea that the fomo of not being there or fomo yeah. of not being somewhere doesn't mean you're actually missing anything there's nothing lost or yeah. gained you can go and you might enjoy it you might not not going but you babe, can still enjoy it i could so bring enjoy the dog to the pub i live in london like it's not a thing but it's just Picking and choosing my battles now. It's like getting invited out to something, even work events. Like tomorrow, I've got the very big privilege of going to the Who Cares Wins Awards tomorrow. Amazing. So I'll be off doing that. I'm lucky enough that my brother said he'll have the dog. So I'm dropping him to my brother and he's going to be with him all day. He's going to be happy. And I know that's something I've got to organise and sort out. There's going to be other things. If I've been out most days in the week for work and then someone invites me out one evening, I'm probably going to say no and stay in with the dog because I'm knackered. And he, he's going to be like, where's my mum? Yeah. So, I don't know, it's just, it's allowed, it's given me space, it's given me time, and it, me and my friends call it a soft life. Yeah. It's like, instead of going at life hammer and tongs, I think for years, Alex, I was so conscious of the fact that life is precious, because that's what going through trauma teaches you, life is so precious, and I spent so long going, I have to make every second of every minute count, I have to do this now, I'm not going to wait to do this because what if I die next week, blah blah, and then what that does is it burns you out constantly, I was in this cycle of burnout, whereas now I feel like I've got a calmness to me where I'm like, if I do die next week I've done my bloody best, you know what I mean, I'm only going to get to my grave quicker with this pace. <laughs> So it's like it's, a saying of like you sleep when you're dead. Yeah, well, if you live, if you live <laughs> exactly. with attitude, you'll be dead a lot sooner. And I love <laughs> to do some sleeping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I love the soft life, and I like the fact that I've, you know, it is there is it is very very difficult when your work is your lived experience and you love what you do to find balance. But I do feel like at the moment I do feel balanced, and I it's taken me five and a half years to get here, but. I'm here now. So pra like practice makes perfect. It or really does. perfect or practice makes near perfect. Near is perfect. Probably a better, way, better way of uh, of looking at it. I'd like to ask you, what would you say is your biggest life lesson? If you were gonna say, yeah, do you know what? That was turning point for me or that was a moment. My thing is in so many not in everything, because there's some things we can't control in this life. But you are the master of your own destiny. Hundred percent facts. Like you carve out a life that you want for yourself in the little intentional 
actions you make every day, whether it's how you love someone, what you tend to feed yourself, the email that you're going to send about something you really want to do. Like, you, there's nothing you can't achieve, really. And I don't mean that in a Kim Kardashian way. I do appreciate socioeconomic, like, barriers and everything. But in general is, if there's something that you really want to do and it makes you happy, or there's a life that you kind of want to move towards or things that you want to learn or experience, you can do it. You just have to make very small steps in the right direction. And if it's meant for you, it's going to happen. It's going to happen like that. And amazing as well that sometimes even if what you thought you want wasn't what you wanted, or if it wasn't meant for you... I'm getting my torch out. Yeah, I'm going to get this. We're going straight under the thing. I don't know. We're all going to do this. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. We're literally, guys, we're going under another one of the tunnels. We're going to go quiet for a minute while we don't bang my bloody head. I feel like I'm in some kind of, like... Crystal maze, like it's proper loads. in the jungle vibe. Yeah. If I whack my head on this, I'd be out cold, clean. Do you know what? I I think I remember running underneath this and just stuck in a little bit because I'm like the size of a small child. I'm fully bending over there. Right. There we go. We made it. Woohoo! Um. Yeah. So it's kind of like even. So even if you kind of go for something and you thought that's what you wanted, it didn't quite work out. You'll often end up somewhere else that you maybe didn't intend or think yeah. that it was where you needed to be, but it was. Yeah, 100%. I just feel like stop waiting for life to happen to you. You know, go out and get it. I feel like I, before I got sick, life very much happened to me, not for me. Yeah. So now it's like I, make, I do, I take it by the bollocks and I do what I want and I make steps to the life I want to have. I think that's great advice. Let's finish off with our health fact of the week. And I thought, given what we've talked about, it might be a great opportunity to kind of raise awareness of um, symptoms that people might not always think that are related to cancer so I'm just going to chuck out uh, a few of them and then you know feel free to add any ones you think that are important so abnormal vaginal bleeding so obviously for many having a period is normal any change in that notice it unexplained weight loss yep vaginal uh, discharge with color colored with blood or changes to vaginal discharge constant fatigue some people find and I've yeah. seen that even a and people come in saying I'm just so so tired goes on for a long period of time and you find out that that was actually a yeah. symptom loss of appetite or feeling full all of the time yeah people don't know about the fullness fullness yeah mm-hmm. absolutely pain in the pelvis or abdominal area so abnormal pains that you can't really put mm. put down something and particularly things that go on again for a longer period of time and don't seem to get better Changes in your bathroom habits, so talking mm. about the poos here. The mm. poos or the peas, The fact. poos or the peas. And the thing is, as well, what we're saying about abdominal stuff, especially for women's cancers, their reproductive cancers, a lot of women get misdiagnosed with IBS and things because a lot of hormonal issues can affect your bowel habits. Mm. So a lot of the time people think it's IBS or I've eaten something or like my bowel habits have changed and actually it could be or related. Bloating, and blo- like that, yeah. bloating's a huge thing with yeah. um, ovarian yes, cancer, absolutely. especially. Absolutely. So... Persistent indigestion or nausea, so feeling sick all the time, a change in bowel habits we kind of mentioned above, and, and I think any change in or lumps yeah. and bumps in the breasts. I think with anything, though, I don't know how you feel. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be cancer, but I just feel like if there's something you so know, if changed. you know your body, yeah. and there's a change and it's persistent and it doesn't get better or worse, doesn't like ebb and flow. It's consistent and persistent. Just go and get checked out. Like what's the thing is my whole thing around cancer diagnostics is if it is cancer it's not going anywhere and if you don't treat it 
you might be sticking around. If so, in doubt, check it out. That's exactly. what I'd say. But I, and one thing I'd want to add as well, really important, is to talk about breast cancer. Men get breast cancer they too. They do. It's a, a much smaller percentage. However, they really, really do. I have seen uh, men who've had breast cancer in my career. So anyone with breast tissue. Anyone with breast tissue. So everyone. Everyone can get breast cancer. So if there's a lump or a bump and you've noticed and it's new, go and check it out. Same with guys as well. Opportunity to talk about testicular cancer once a month in the shower, warm shower, as if you're uh, between your thumb and your index finger, just rolling the testicle on bo both testicles, any new bumps, get them checked yes. out. And on the final note of uh, the train rolling by, just that nice little bumping of the train going by, I'll say a huge thank you for thank joining you, me on the Stompcast. I've really enjoyed it. It's, it's, it's literally, the sun is literally setting right now. We've had a good day, haven't we? And the rain has stopped, there's a bit of pink in the sky. What a lovely stomp. So thanks for having me, babe. Give me a hug. It's been absolutely amazing. Thank you to Thanks, everyone that's been listening to Stompcast. Um, again, if you have any questions or concerns, check out the notes before. We'll put directions in there. And the main message around uh, health worries, as always, if in doubt, check it out. Go and see a doctor. Exactly. Don't don't regret not getting checked out, isn't it? Yep. Thank you again to our amazing sponsor this week, Fitflop. Don't forget to head to fitflop.com to make sure you're equipped to stomp in all weathers, just like me and my guests. Team, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Stompcast. Please do, if, if you haven't subscribed already, please do hit that subscribe button at the top. So it supports our podcast and helps us grow. We really, really appreciate it. And again, a reminder, if you haven't already, get a copy of A Better Day. It's there to support your mental health. Thanks, everyone. Take care and see you soon.